Hey guys, welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Amy, what'd you get in your DMs? Oh, so a girl asked me a question about you. And she said, does Bobby have to take that keep medication for his hairline? I don't know what any of that means. I feel like I've seen people on Instagram posting about, yeah, it's some pill called Keep or a company named Keep puts it out and it helps with hair growth. Why would would she think I take it though? I don't know. She seems curious about your hairline, but I thought, wow, Bobby might. Is that an insult or is it you have a great hairline? It's no, it's a, it's a, it's that you have to take something to keep that hairline. So that's what I'm saying. So that must mm. be a good hairline. Yeah. What she's saying. Why would yeah. that be an insult? Or it's because it's thinning. Because to her, it looks like you're thinning. If you're trying, no, to I'm not keep, thinning at all. To exactly. her, she thinks you are. But if you're having to keep your hairline with a I, bill, I think that's actually a compliment. Oh, okay. Read it again. Does Bobby have to take that keep medication for his hairline? Right. That would mean it's so strong. I get what you're saying. So no, I don't take any medicine. I get. Luckily for me, I've even seen my biological father. He has all his hair. That's awesome. Still, and he's like, so, and it's from the dad. Oh, yeah, yes. Okay. That's an er, that's like wearing a hat makes you bald, right? Mm-hmm. That's stuff that we were told when we were twelve. I think genetically, it's you. I mean, look at Eddie's dad. Oh boy, Eddie's turning into his dad. A- am I? Yes. I mean, he's bald. Yes. One hundred percent. Do you have to take keep for your hairline? Now you're making fun of me. No, that, no, that, that phone was, is making that fun was. of me. But if someone said, "Hey, is Bobby taking steroids for his arms?" Even though I'm not, that would be a compliment. But no one has said that. Oh, no, no, I, know. I see what you're saying now. Yes. Because I took it as a, Bobby, you need to defend your hairline. No, my hairline's great. Ah, uh, you have a good one. Yeah, no, yeah. And if I didn't... It's, it'd be fine. Who, who knows what I... Well, I don't know about that. But, it would be... Mike, did you take this... Let's go to Mike. Did you take this as a compliment DM or... A, I thought it was a compliment that it looks so good. You must be taking something to maintain it. Me too. Okay. But, but, but why assume that everyone needs this keep? You know, like everyone. I never even heard of it. I know, but what, uh, it's weird that she assumes that everyone's going to, every man is going to lose their hair. Like there are some people that just don't ever lose your hair, like you. You have great hair and you're gifted with that. Raymundo, you go and have your head shocked or something, right? Yeah, and then I also take pills. It's called Votis. Boom. There you go. Is it like keep? Exact same thing. Oh, okay. Do, have you heard of Keep? Yeah, it's one of the ones they do on TV. This one kind of, you almost got to go through medical professionals. You can't just get this over the counter. Well, there's a difference. You said almost to go through medical <laughs> professionals. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not quite. Yeah, so He's I need always to, shady. He, <laughs> it's always like, there's always something. somehow he gets these pills. <laughs> Ray, go ahead. Basically, what I'm saying is you have to go to a place, a, 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 an aesthetic place. You can't just go to Walmart or Publix and get this type of stuff. It's not over the counter. Okay, so I don't take anything. I take that as a compliment, although you two did not. No. Mm-mm. I know your hairline is strong. That's why I wanted you to defend your hairline. I didn't. I don't need to. I feel like that's a compliment. Okay, now you've convinced me with the steroid analogy. Yeah, and if, if people were like, hey, all that plastic surgery on Bobby's face to look so good <laughs> and young. Yeah. I don't have, I have, no, I don't have anything, so that would be, but no one has said that either, though, yeah, to be no. fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, Raymundo, do you want to talk about the prank you wanted to pull off like, since you have your microphone up? Yeah, uh, do we want to talk about it or do we want to actually do the prank? That's interesting. Oh, let's talk about it first. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Who's it on? I mean, it's obviously somebody to do with the show or it wouldn't be funny to us. I don't think we can do it. Dang it. Okay, then let's talk about it. Let's talk about why. Let's hold off. Let me have a... Mike, let me ask Mike D. Yeah! Mike D, what do you think about this prank? Mike D knows the prank. Yeah. It's probably too mean. I think it's a little mean. And then what happens afterwards? It's just somebody dies. Who does it? Who's it involved in? <laughs> what what happens? Benefit. 
Okay, share the share with the show what the prank you wanted to pull was. Yeah, so uh, Eddie did that jingle for a hundred thousand dollars, and so I was gonna have Morgan and Morgan get on board, and we call Eddie and tell me won the hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> oh, That's no. rude. That's straight. That's so wrong. That, that would have been so that would, rude. Like, and, and I'm appalled, Bones, that you thought about doing it. I didn't. It. You thought about it. I actually it. came on to talk about it. Then Ray goes, "Well, should we do it?" And I was like, "No." My instinct was no. That's not what I saw. Well, Your first instinct no. was like, well, I did say well, no. Hold on, maybe we could do well, this. Well, I just wanted to think. I'm trying to respond, not react. My respect goes to Mike D for saying no immediately. No, even Mike went. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a, they're having a contest, and Eddie made a jingle. Uh huh. So did Ray though. By Ray the way, he did too. I know. And but they we wanted to not we. He wanted us <laughs> to be a we to call you and act like you won the hundred thousand. Yeah, I would have been upset about that. But the kicker was going to be Ray was going to let you live with it for how long? A couple days. Just you started making plans with the money. And you would have right, Morgan and the, Morgan in on it. That's the mean part. It's not like 15 minutes or, or even five minutes later, like, got you. He wanted you to start planning out your foster kid's college. Oh, oh my gosh. No. See, that's just, that's so mean. But see, the last time they pranked me, they did the whole, they called me and said I had COVID. And like, remember oh. when I had COVID, when I thought I had COVID and I was still waiting for the results? Yeah. Like, that made me so mad. So this would have really made me I mad. I forgot about that prank. Eddie was sick and waiting for his COVID results and Lunchbox... He had called, one of his them. friends call. Had a nurse friend call and be like, yeah, you have COVID. And Eddie's like, oh. I'm like, I knew it. <laughs> and then he ended up really having COVID. <laughs> so it wasn't funny. You know what time it is. It's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My wife has a new hobby, cooking. It sounded great at first, I must admit. It all started with YouTube videos, and then she upped the ante and took a class. There's a problem, though. She's obviously not learned anything. Hmm. I'm surprised the instructor hasn't told her. There's a fine line between encouraging and lying, and I'm crossing it. And when I offer to give her a, a break and cook on occasion, well, to say it doesn't go well is an understatement. What can I say? Because my wife's cooking's bad. She's worked hard at it, but it's bad. Or should I not say anything and wait until she finishes the six-week course? Oh. He doesn't sign it, which is probably good. <laughs> just get out. There's no yeah, just, <laughs> just end it there and leave. <laughs> Amy, I'll go to you as a wife. I feel like she's trying. Well, and yeah. this is so hard because she's clearly, I mean, she she wants to <laughs> she wants to be good at it. But clearly, maybe it's not her gift. But I would say you just keep encouraging her. Do you have to eat it? Yeah. Like, like he has to eat it. That's he, the hard so, part, right? I'm lucky because Caitlin is an, an A plus cook. Out of nowhere. One day she was like, and I cook. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Okay, you cook. Okay. Because it's annoying because she's pretty and funny. And I'm like, there's no way you're a good cook. <laughs> and she crushes it. And she has some meals that I just like better than others. I'm not a, I'm not a big fish guy. But I, I do like, when she, when she makes salmon. I'll, I'll eat it because it's good how she makes it. But I'm just not a big fish guy in general. But the meals that she makes that I really like, I'm like, that's the one. Hey, will you do that again? Do that. So my, what I have learned from this is, Ooh, this is good. find what, again, it's not all going to be bad. She can obviously do a couple things. She's going to take a six-week class. First of all, give her all six weeks. That's the first answer. Yeah. Give her all six weeks. Let her finish the class. There's zero chance she comes out of this and is still terrible at everything. She's going to be pretty good at a couple of things, hopefully. Dial in on those. Compliment those. Get her to make those over and over again. Okay. Okay, but if she's taking these classes, she's excited. She just learned how to make this dish. So she's going to come home and be like, I got to make the new one. I know you like the old one, but I, I want to make the new one. And you know what? Hey, this is pretty good, but I love that one, the, the, the 
chicken parm. Yeah, she might be so excited to just make it again, especially mm. if you loved it. If it continues, eventually you have to say like, "Hey, this you you're, I, not, you're not good." Do you no, tell that? I think it's again. I'm not a big fan of this kind of food. What I do like is when you made this. Yeah. Or play her back this segment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. No way, he didn't sign it. I mean, I... You finish all six weeks, though. Yeah. I love that she's wanting to do it, and clearly it's making her happy. So, yeah, you just got to roll with it and... She will get better. I also believe she's going to get better. I'm trying to figure out what the deal is. Like, if you're taking a a cooking class and you're following instructions... She has COVID that she can't taste. Like, or, uh, yeah, instructions, a recipe. Yeah. Like, how... That's How why I think she'll it? get better, okay. right? Mm-hmm. I do believe over the course she will get better. And then just highlight, sunshine, pump the good stuff. Yeah. And the stuff that you don't like, you just don't like the kind of food it is. It's really not my thing. And then get out a calendar, too, and get all excited of like, hey, you've been cooking for me so much. Like, hey, on Tuesday, can I cook for us? Uber Eats. Yeah. Mm. Just go ahead and plan it out in advance so she knows. You and got then- this, though. I'm telling you, it's going to end Okay. After six weeks, she's going to be... She's going to be on top shelf. She's going to be okay to pretty good. She'll, she'll probably never be great because she doesn't have the, the mm, you know? Yeah, the, the palate. The, the, the natural, the it factor. Okay. Mm. <laughs> All right, thank you for the email. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. If you want to email us, Morgan, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. This couple have been trying to have a baby. And so everybody's now trying to find ways to, hey, I'm pregnant. Or, hey, what's a boy or a girl? Gender reveal. Yeah. So this isn't a gender reveal, but it's her recording him when he finds out that they're pregnant. And so what she did is she takes the pregnancy test and she shoves it inside an ice cream cone. And then this is the couple, Josh and Lisa, (laughs) post their prank videos on their TikTok page. And they call this one the sweetest pregnancy announcement. It shows a hand, Lisa, sliding a pregnancy test into a vanilla soft serve cone and then smoothing the ice cream over it to hide the test. She then walks through a McDonald's, hands it to Josh and says, eat this quickly. When he gets enough licks in, he's like, what is this? And it's a pregnancy test. <laughs> Pulls it out. Here's the clip. There's something that's really exciting about a, a brain freeze. It's like I don't think super exciting. They, You've always wanted one, right? You've always wanted a brain freeze. And... Oh. And it's like, always wanted one. and now it's time for us to have a brain freeze. And I think we're going to have it together. Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? Is this real? Yes. Is this real? Wow. Okay. So okay. why people are freaking out, there's no cap on it. It's just the test is stuck oh, back in there. I thought she was the crap one. Okay. Yeah, that's gross, man. Well, you know. I'm looking at it. It's I don't, fine. Either way, is it, gro- is it more gross or sweet? It's kind of cool. More gross or sweet? You? Uh, sweet. You? Disgusting. Ugh. You? It's gross, Bones. It's like Come on. 5149. Gross. Okay, so you're in the middle. But I'm, well, no, no, 51. 51's is... not exactly middle. I'm going to go 51 sweet. G- ah! I know. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. I'm going to go 51 sweet. Did you guys see Kelly Clarkson won her ranch, by the way? Oh. Oh, through the divorce know. thing? Mm-hmm. Settlement. Because she was going to lose it. I think he's living there now. Because that, that was what we heard last is the guy wanted to be a rancher. Huh. But the judge was like, no, Kelly, you get the ranch. $10.4 million ranch in Montana. Wow. As well as two other properties. Time to hand over the keys, Brandon. That sounds amazing. So the judge ruled that she keeps it. She's the one who paid for them. He had been living there since they split up June of 2020. He had requested the ranch and two other Montana properties. 
to be marital property. He also gets $200,000 a month in spousal and child support. Even, even though she has primary custody. That's what's crazy to me about this, the, the child support. He, she has primary custody. Right, but for when the kids are with him, he needs that 200000 A month. Well, are they going to Disney it, World every month, day? A month. <laughs> some of it Not is a year. Crazy. Let me follow along, everyone. Mm-hmm. Spell it. M-O-N-T-A. <laughs> a month. A month. I know. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. I guess money. it's like what? They do the math and it just has to be equivalent to the standard of living they're used to, even when they're with their mom. Yes. Does that last forever, though? I, I don't know. It can't. It can't. Oh, no, no, no. It expires. Like when the kids, who knows? The Not kids the will be kids, 18. The, the spousal, spousal support. Yes. So my parents had that. Forever? and No. But like whenever there was a certain cutoff, and I think it actually lined up with when I was 18 as well. Like they both, the child support and the alimony, I think is what it's called, cut yeah. off at the same but time. But how many years was that? Oh, my dad left when I was nine, and I turned, so nine years. Oh, that's a lot of money. That's a nine. Oh, man. Get a job. Bro. So 18. <laughs> but I mean, I'm sure with everybody it's different. I mean, Ooh, that's, you know. a, that's a tough one. My uh, parents are pretty amicable. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Luke Bryan talked about his new song, Up. It just checks all the boxes for a country song to me. It talks about what I love, what's dear to me. It talks about my home. It talks about my faith. Jameson Rogers just got his second consecutive number one with Cold Beer Calling My Name, and he's grateful for it. I can remember a time not so long ago when it seemed like having one as an artist seems like, seemed like a, a, a million miles away. And so the stars have been aligning for me over the last few years and just super blessed, trying not to mess it all up, you know. Luke Combs talks about how he gets through bad days. Um, I think you just got to know that you know, tomorrow's another day. You know what I mean? Having a bad day today doesn't mean you're having a bad day tomorrow. And uh, you just got to be willing to, to push forward no matter what. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. There's a police officer in Ohio named Kyle Shaver, and he's been driving around and he's noticed six kids, high school kids, walking to high school football practice every day. It's almost an hour walk for them. So he goes back to the office and says, Sarge, like, can we do something for these kids? And they look through the evidence room, and yeah, they have six bikes that they've confiscated oh, over cool. the years. So they got the bikes all fixed up, and they stopped the kids and said, hey, here, you don't have to walk to practice anymore. That's you got cool. bikes. Love that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I, w- I wonder what else they have in there. In the evidence room? That'd be awesome. Probably a lot of drugs. You know like supermarket sweep. You go in. All right. You got 60 seconds. Have anything you want out of the evidence room. You might not want what's in there. Go. All right. Great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening, friends? Eddie, over to you. I mean, we normally don't do this, but over the weekend, my wife and I drove past this house and it said garage sale. We're like, let's go see. It looks like they have a lot of cool stuff. We go and in the back, there is one item sitting there, and I go, oh, that's cool. That could definitely go in our backyard. I like that. So I asked the lady, how much for these two things? Like, oh, that's $500. Oh, at a yard sale. At a garage sale. I'm like, $500. Like, there's no, usually a nickel. there's no way that this item is worth $500. And she goes, excuse me. like, this Oh, you is, told her oh, that? I, I said, no, no, there's no way this is worth $500. And she said, that's from Alaska. And I go, okay, like they ship stuff to America, uh, to to the mainland all the time. Like this is not worth $500. He's like, well, you know what? That's what it's at and take it or leave it. 
What was it again? Well, he didn't say it. I have not said what oh, this I'm dumb like, what? item is. Okay, what is it? 500 bucks. From Alaska. Are we figuring it out? Yeah, what What do you think would be at a garage sale worth $500? Not a car? A boat? <laughs> yeah, for 500 bucks. Yeah. yeah uh, um, a house? A big anchor? A tiny house? Uh, 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 uh. So it's in a backyard. A no, stuffed no, bear? It, no, no, no. It was, it was right outside the garage. No, but it would go in your backyard? It would look perfect in my backyard. A gazebo? It was a set of things. It was two things. Uh, lawn darts. Close. Lawn chairs? Close. Adirondack chairs. <laughs> what? No, guys, it was just, pa- it was planters, two planters for, for plants, the size of, I don't know, a bowling ball. That, well, they've got to be worth something, Eddie. It's something you're not realizing. Guys, if it's worth something, go to eBay, go to Facebook Marketplace. Do not put it in a garage sale and tell someone it's $500. Like, I've never bought anything at a garage sale bones over $1 yeah, that I haven't haggled them down to 50 cents. Well, I have. We, used to, we used to yard sell a lot, but but 500 I've never seen such thing. <laughs> never. We were appalled. I told my wife, she's like, really? That's like going to CarMax. Mm-hmm. And, and then she got offended. The, the lady? The lady, because I said there's no way it's worth $500. My grandma used to haggle people down hard at garage sales. I would get so embarrassed. We would go, and what would happen is she would. we would usually go on, on Saturdays, or Sundays, and she would, back in the day, kids, there'd be a thing called a newspaper. Oh, uh, yes. And the newspaper would come, people would say, hey, we're having a yard sale. They'd buy a little block, and they'd say, this is our yard sale, this is our address, come by, we open then. And you wanted to get there right when the sun was going up, because that's when they were going outside, that's when the best things were there. You wanted to get there before people started picking at them. And so, but yard sales for me, that, I mean, that was school clothes. That was anything that I needed, that somebody else had, we went and searched for it. But because it was cheaper. There. Oh, of course. Way, way cheaper. Way, way cheaper. Toys, it didn't matter. So we would go and she would circle and we would make a map. She would make a map and go, we're going to go here, then here, <laughs> and I think here. And so we'd have like seven of them. And we would spend eight hours going to yard sales trying to find this stuff, going to the best one first. And I would watch her haggle with someone. Like over a pair. I remember once I was getting some some school shoes at a yard sale. And the woman was like, those would be 20 bucks. And she was like, but look at the rubber here. And I would go, oh, no. <laughs> And she was like, yeah, that's why they're only 20 bucks. And she would go, yeah, but look at this shoestring. And then she would go, 13. And I'd be like, oh, I'd be so embarrassed. But she would get them. She was trained. She, and we walk out with like $14.50 pair of, you know, Adidas or something like that. Nice. But she used to rock those. We'd play poker all night. Her and I, she'd teach me how to play cards and cheat. And then we'd stay up and not go to bed at all and then go do yard sales and then come home and then go to sleep in the afternoon. Didn't she wow. do traveling bingo too? Well, she, she had that. to because it's illegal. Well, we played bingo a lot growing up. We used to go to the VFW, the Elks Club, the Benedictine Manor, and you could play bingo. And the per- you'd buy 10 bucks, buy some cards, boom, boom, win money. Well, then it became illegal. And then she was like, well, I, I, we can't stand for this. We have a bunch of old ladies that want to play. So they rented a big van, and they would drive around and play bingo in the van. One I person drove, it. and then one person, that little, little ball machine, they'd spin it. <laughs> And then they pulled him over and they took him to jail. I love it. Well, that's not a good part, but yeah. They ended up not charging her. They, they arrested her for running an illegal gambling. Wow. Hey. Good times. I'm my granddaughter. <laughs> I'm my grandma's grandson. Yeah. That's right. You know what I mean? That's right. All right. Eddie, you did not buy the plants. <laughs> no chance. I did not buy the plants. I want to play you a song, but it's performed by a marching band. Ooh. Ooh okay. Just got to name the song. The theme is, these are all songs that we would play in the Friday morning dance party. Okay. So, so they're fun, fun and upbeat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ready? Ready. Here's the marching band number one. Oh, 
That's a pretty easy one. Yep. On the count of three. One, two, three. Baby, Baby shark. shark. Good. All right, name this one. Just feel good about that one? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, one, two, three. Friends low in low places. places. What? Oh, I'll take it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it's a nickname. I'll take care of the friends for you there. <laughs> Okay, we're going to get a little harder. Here's next. Amy? Achy, breaky heart. Eddie? Achy, breaky heart. Imagine the band leader walks in and goes, all right, guys. Today we're going to learn <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus, Achy Breaky Heart, huh? <laughs> Never heard that one. <laughs> Was anyone here in band? No. No, I wish. Mm-hmm. Well, you yeah. wish? I wanted to now. be too. I couldn't afford the instrument. Really? That's the only reason I didn't get in, because I didn't want to have to go beg for, to raise money to buy me a horn. Dang. Or what, a drum. What would you have played? <sighs> I would have... The tuba? The no. tuba looks funny, Not except it's big. heavy. Probably something like the saxophone. Ooh. Yeah, if Man, I you could have been Kenny G, dude. Could have mm-hmm. been. Yeah, some people say I'm already like him. Oh, is that right? Yeah, lame. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. You guys feel good? Oh yeah, yeah. Amy. Sweet Home Alabama. Sweet Home Alabama. Sweet Home Alabama. Let's turn it up a notch. Oh. And not turn it up. But let's, like, from that song, let's turn it up. Here, a little harder. You both came up quick. You know it? Got it. One, two, three. Old Old Town Town Road. Road. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road. You guys are good. I give Thank it you. to you. Thank you. You're both doing pretty good. Next up. Amy's struggling a little bit. She's singing. She took her headphones out. Five Uh-oh. seconds. Oh, no, I know it, but I can't think of it. Keep My singing, sister did it. Sing it out loud. Okay, up and down the boulevard, there's Ooh. shadows dancing through the night. Street lights fill the room. <laughs> up and down the boulevard. You let her go there's ten more minutes, she's going to get this. <laughs> She does the guitar solo. What? Sounds like a different song. Oh, up, up and down the boulevard. Oh, man. <laughs> she so missed close. It. She missed it. So close. You missed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! You were right, took her 10 minutes, but she got there. <laughs> I told you. 
that's not the song I had in my head at first. What did you have at Obviously. first? Obviously. I had some no, other... No, that was right. So, Walking no, down I mean, the boulevard. I know, but that's not what I was picturing. I was picturing that one song that also talks about a boulevard. The uh, other one. The other big boulevard Green song. Day, Boulevard no, of Broken Dreams? No, there's another one that my sister did a lyrical dance to. We don't know what your sister did a lyrical dance to. <laughs> I've told you about it. I didn't read that book. I've told you about it before, though. You don't remember? Uh, I'm going to think of it. I'll tell you. Okay, please do. I'm really going to wait. I'm going to wait here. <laughs> okay. Coming up at 15 after, Andy will tell us what dancer's sister did a lyrical dance. Okay, uh, we're now going to do Buzz In. Eddie, okay. you probably should have won I that one. I had that. Don't stop believing. Yeah. Buzz In with your name and uh, sudden death. Here we go. Hey! Amy, oh, <laughs> if she wins this, oh my goodness. Go ahead. Three seconds. Great balls of fire! Wow! Oh, wow, wow, You wow, couldn't wow, have missed wow, it anymore! Wow. <laughs> oh, no, wow. Hold on, keep going, Amy. Keep going. <laughs> Go ahead. It's Tom Cruise. Yeah, go ahead. And, uh, it's a kind of rock and roll. Yeah. Great balls the kind of music. Well, how does Great Balls of Fire come in? The kind of music just this soothes your soul. soul. Oh, I remember this time about the rock and roll. Great balls. Goodness gracious. It's just great, great balls. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me here. They're both Tom Cruise. Are Is they? that why my brain did that? Because but I see I'm that. I'm following you and I'm lost, too. <laughs> no. Both songs, Tom Cruise no. performed in movies. Yes. First of all, Jerry Lee Lewis does a goodness gracious, great balls And that of fire. is in Top Gun. I shake my nerves and they rattle right my brain. I got an air, drop a man insane. You rhyme my word. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. That's Top Gun. And then the song. in a bar. Yes, Top Gun. And then the next one is where he slides in on his underwear and it's risky business. Yeah. So that is why my brain did that. But you sang. Okay, but it's still wrong, you right? Sang, <laughs> okay. You sang all of old time rock. Just get them old records <laughs> off the shelf. Great balls of fire, and that did, that didn't go. All I was picturing was Tom Cruise. You're not understanding. No, we do. <laughs> we, we understood everything. I was um, trying Eddie, to beat Eddie. Would you like to? I mean, is it? I, the, my, I was struggling with the title. Old time rock and roll. Correct. Is that right? Yes. Okay. okay. There you go. All right. But that's right, right? Should we do another one, Buzz, just because, you know, Tom Cruise was in both of those? (laughs) That's that's not part of the game. What actor was in a movie that featured both songs? But Uh, that's why I sang that song. Okay, one more. Here we go. Eddie. Eddie. What? Hey, uh. Correct. Yeah! Okay, okay, okay. Don't get on mean face. Here we no, go. I'm not. I'm trying Let's to do one more. Still trying to think of that lyrical song. Here we go. Oh, all oh. night long. I want oh. a boogie. Oh, yeah, keep going. Oh, uh, go. all night long. Great. All night long. That's all I got is all night long. You're not thinking about all night, night long, all, all night. night. Is that it? All night long. Is that it? All night. Is that it? Can no, we hear more of it? We don't need it. We need to know what you're going at here. All night long. <laughs> That's all I can remember. Now I, now I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. Play it again one more time. No, just you're, snip. You're, but you're just completely wrong. No, 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 you no, no. You kind of know part of one of the verses. Okay. You think that's the name of the song. Uh, hold on. Go ahead. Let me hear it. From the beginning. Going my way, I'm gonna love you all night long. <laughs> yeah. 
Is it? Is that combining it's two songs? It's so weird how you just kind of get on something and you focus on the wrong thing completely. Okay. You're so close. Amy. Hold on. Now I... You know it, right, Eddie? Oh, yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah, 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 but. It's what you're saying right before all night long that could really help you, Amy. It'll go in my way. I want to rock it all. No, it's not rock it. That's the difference. If you said ride it all night long, would would it help? Ride it. No. Who sings it though? Uh, a couple of different people. Okay. But go Yo, is it you're going my yes. way? Yeah. If you're going my, my way, way, I want to ride it all night long. There you that's go. That's what I had. Ride yeah, what? Yeah. No, you said but, rocket. But, but, but some, I get words wrong. Go but ahead. that's what I was singing. What's the, what's the main thing, though? You're going my way. No, 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 no. <laughs> Say, it's the same melody as you're going my way. You're going my way, but it's but it says something else. Na 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 na. Oh, life is a highway. Well, there you go. Life is a highway. Yeah, I mean, you have to, right? You have to. <laughs> I guess. You tried, Amy. Amy, you did You did an attempt. Yeah. A long attempt. <laughs> Can y'all, did anybody else figure out that boardwalk song? No? Under the boardwalk. No. Up on the sun. Under the boardwalk. We'll, we'll be, be having some fun. Under the boardwalk. People walking around. <laughs> oh, no. I know walk. what it was now. We'll it be is having not a, fun. Oh, it's what? not a boardwalk. What? It was, and I was walking in Memphis. You said boulevard. Where's the boulevard? You said boulevard. I was walking with my feet 10 feet off a of Beale. Okay. Pier. With no, my Beale. feet six feet off a of Beale. Beale Street. Oh, Beale. Yeah. Yeah. I was walking in Memphis. That's what my sister danced to. All right. All right, everybody. <laughs> okay. uh, this segment is sponsored by Har- Mike's Hard Lemonade, because Amy had a can before this segment. <laughs> no, I did People are going to believe you. Here's a voicemail from Jackson in New York. He's 11 years old. Hey, Bobby Bones. Where does, like, the Ramundo yeah come from? I'm from New York, so I thought you guys started at 5 o'clock, but I didn't know that Nashville had a different time zone. So I've been up since 5 o'clock. Shout out to Mr. Abby. Love you. And I'm, like, your biggest fan, Bobby. Bye. Wow. Good, good kid right there. That's cool. <laughs> uh, Raymundo, where did you come from? Sports, probably. And having a brother and sister, you had to stand out, so I would just yell really loud to get my parents' attention. Yeah! Was that always, yeah! was that always the thing? <laughs> probably. I mean, ever since I did something good in sports, the first thing I did was, yeah! All right, there you go. See? Well, now you know. You know. That, that's, that's background info on a character. That's amazing. Yeah. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So the Folgers jingle. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. It's for sale, the rights to it. Yeah, and right now. Yeah, right. What would you do with it? <laughs> well, it's, people say it's a long-term <laughs> investment because it's going to continue to make money over time. How? Uh, what if they don't use the slogan anymore? Bidding. It's why? Why wouldn't they? they? Could That's change so it. recognizable. Well, what's the bidding starting at? Ninety thousand five hundred. <laughs> <I'm out. laughs> But I mean, you could go in with all your friends and split it, and then Why over would we buy I don't that? know, forty years from now, then you do might it, make Amy. your money back. You okay, ninety thousand. <laughs> Listen, the I just, waiting- with how companies change their slogans at any point and go a completely new direction. But that one—that's a classic. Why would they change it? And watch this—I can sing it for free. The best part <laughs> of waking up 
It's Folgers in your cup. That's free 99. Thank you. Okay, free well, the winning bidder will get paid anytime the song is used in commercials, on TV, and movies, plus internet streaming. You know, a lot of movies that pops up. <laughs> yeah, I was watching one. The Avengers the other day. <laughs> All right, guys, Avengers up. Let's sing our song. <laughs> the best part. No. All right. Okay. That is so y'all inter- aren't it's interested? interesting that it's going for that. There's no way I'd spend that money. Okay. How's Eddie's jingle thing going? Do we know? Uh, nothing yet. No. No? I- I've made two. I've made one for Hershey's. I've made one for Morgan & Morgan. Crickets. That's okay. That's all right. Yeah, listen, the whole this whole world of entertainment is 99 no's, and occasionally you get a yes. yes. Yeah, keep yeah. at it. You're good Thank at you. it. So a passenger on a flight arriving in Miami from Columbia opened the plane door. Now, the plane had landed, thank goodness, because you wouldn't think they would be able to do it while they're in the air. But I guess this this uh, passenger, who's American, by the way, was impatient. And as people were deplaning, he looked at the exit and was like, you know what? Opened the door, hopped on the wing, and got off. Oh, <laughs> he was arrested. I wonder what he needed to do. You can't do mm. that. I, I guess or what he, just, he was on. Well, good point. I mean, he made it from Columbia to Miami without disrupting. Or maybe disrupting. he didn't know the rules, really. Oh, wow. In Colombia, maybe it's just like, all right, we've landed, go. No, just, but he's, he's American. Thir- he's a 33-year-old American citizen. Maybe he lost all sense of American <laughs> when he was in Colombia. I don't know. Why are you fighting for this I don't guy know. Guys? I don't know, man. It's just so bizarre. I'm just bizarre. letting you know, like FYI, you yeah. can't do that. You will get arrested. Uh, Thomas Rhett was talking to Entertainment Tonight about the leading name for baby number four, which is uh, you know, on the way. And he said Georgia is his first choice. choice. He loves the name Georgia for a girl. Georgia. Which I was thinking that's his home state. So, like, would you, Caitlin be open to you naming your kid Arkansas? Nope. Man, Arkansas would be a cool name, though. Would it? Yeah. <laughs> For a kid? Yeah. Oh, Arky? A guy named Arky, Arkansas? That's that'd cute. be cool. Would nickname Arky? <laughs> Eddie and I could name our kids Texas. We could, but we won't. <laughs> Probably won't. <laughs> Is that it? Yep. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Oh, man. This couple, Eli and Mariana, they were having to say goodbye to their dog, Maggie, who had cancer. But before they, you know, had to do what they needed to do, they wanted her to have a weekend of fun. So they went paddleboarding with the dog, camping, played ball, gave her all the food that she loves. But one thing she really enjoyed doing was playing in the snow, except for it wasn't snowing where they were. Well, the director at the Ice Center, the Salt Lake City Ice Center, found a way to make this dog's dream come true. And she took snow from the Zamboni, like to be able to get it from the ice rink. Mm-hmm. And then the the Eli, he drove there with his truck, filled it up with the snow, took it home, and the dog got to play in the snow before, you know. I'm torn. I know. I know. It's a, it's, it's a, listen, love it. I've also been through this with a dog. Here's the thing about- Oh, it's terrible. The, you talk about feeding the dog people food. So I've, Caitlin says, hey, we shouldn't feed Stanley people food. And I'm like, let's just give him a bite. And he hasn't had people food his whole life. But I feel like now Stanley, our bulldog, is really starting to be a good dog. Like he minds. The only thing we can't get him to do now is stay off the furniture when we are in bed asleep. Because he has free reign of the whole house. Never gets on the furniture when we're awakened up. But it's like Toy Story. We go away and he just like, the house is his. And he jumps <laughs> up on the couch. And So if we ever get up in the middle of the night, he's up, he's on the couch. And we have a little water bottle we squirt him with. Like, get off the couch. But I'm like, he can have a piece of people food. She's like, don't do it. So we, I give up some people food. And time goes by, half a day, a day. And he vomits everywhere and poops everywhere. Uh. But just randomly. It has nothing to, do, nothing to do with people food. And a few more days, I'm like, let me just give him a bite of this. She goes, well, you know what happened last time you did it? I said, 
thing. And she's like, okay, you can do what you want, but you know he's going to get sick again. He's a bulldog. He's not that healthy of animals anyway. I give him the people food. I'm like, hey, buddy, don't worry about it. You can have one bite. You, you were good. You, he just sits there quiet, chill. Use the bathroom all over the place again. Oh. So it is the people food. It is the people food. Wow. <laughs> That's on you. And they told you not to. She told me twice. She goes, hey, do what you want, but just know that, that it's going to make him sick. So it's the people food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good story about the dog. It is a good story. Yeah. So shout out Tiffany King, the director at the Ice Center, because she made it happen. All right. There you go. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. There's a song out right now with Dustin Lynch and Mackenzie Porter. They came in here and played it together. It's called Thinking About You. I was just thinking about that we get out. I'm coming in late. And now I'm timing Baton Rouge will be made out in the rain. Where we were chasing foreign stars. On a hill at your daddy's farm. Don't be sorry for calling me about out of the blue. I was just thinking about you. You've heard that one, right? Yeah, it's so good. So... I was talking to her on the Bobby cast, which is a podcast that I do. And not only is she a good singer, but she's also a successful actress, which is how you recognized her. Yes. Because mm-hmm. you kept staring at her like, I know I know, I know. you from somewhere. I was like, why does she look so familiar? And it's because I've seen her on TV. So the show you saw her on was called Travelers on mm-hmm. Netflix. Yeah. But she also talked in this podcast about how she auditioned for the part of the sister on, we'll call it S Creek. Mm. Oh. We'll call it Schmidt's Creek. Okay. That role she auditioned for and then got a call back for. Here's a clip. I auditioned and did callbacks with him in the room. And he's like, so funny. Didn't get it. Should have got it. But um, I mean, the girl who got it was way better. But Which role? The sister. Oh, really? Yeah. You did. You got a callback on that, meaning you went and auditioned for just a producer? So I went, I did the initial audition, and then they called me back. And it was me and him in the room. Him reading, me reading the sister part, and producers. Did they call and tell you, no, you don't get this? The, no. It just goes away. <laughs> Never here. So she's talking about with uh, Dan Levy, mm-hmm. the guy, but she was up. She would have been like, and got a Ew, call back. David? Yeah. <laughs> the, Isn't that funny? The, the, have you seen the documentary about that or the farewell documentary for mm. that show? So it's really good. And the sister that ended up getting that role that Mackenzie tried out for, she talks about how like she was barely surviving and had been grinding at it, as you often hear a lot of actors and actresses do. But What's her name in the show? Um, Alex? No. No. Alexis. Alexis, yeah, Al- yeah, Alexis, yes. yeah. So she, but I mean, in the show, completely changed her life. Obviously, it's crazy. Let's go over and talk to Austin, who is in Kansas. Austin, you're on the air. What's going on? Hey, how's it going? Uh, I got a good morning corny for y'all. All right, I'm ready. Why did the pencil smell? Why did the pencil smell? It was a number two. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, appreciate that, Austin. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, guys. Hi, everybody. Thanks, Thanks man. That's good stuff. <laughs> That's good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if you want to hear that full interview with Mackenzie Porter, just search for the Bobbycast. It's it's great. It's a music podcast. Uh, on Friday's Reba. Already recorded it. She Amazing. Came she came over for an hour. That's so cool. Her biggest two songs are both covers. Did you know that? Fancy and Lights Went Out of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Oh. Both cover songs. Wow. And she talks about that. Fancy. Uh, and the night... The night the lights went out in Georgia. So anyway, subscribe to the Bobbycast. Over to Amy for the morning corny. The morning corny. Why don't mummies take time off? Why don't mummies take time off? They're afraid to unwind. <laughs> I, the pencil one's probably better. And, and even then, we it's were not, like... It's not on brand for October. 
That was the morning corny. You're right. It being Halloween, it does. That wins out. Thank you. Good job. (laughs) On the phone is Rachel in Oklahoma. Hi, Rachel. Hey, Bobby. How are you guys? Doing pretty good. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm sitting in the parking lot at Planet Fitness eating my scrambled eggs, fixing to go work out. You can eat that close to a workout? Like... For me, I can't eat that close. I don't know. I've tried both ways. I've tried not to eat, and then I'm like, oh, I don't feel good. So I've been trying really hard. I went from the McDonald's um, burrito, and now I'm down to scrambled eggs because of the calories. So anyways, that's what I'm doing. But I just wanted to call because I've called like 50 times. I've always wanted to get on here, and I never have a good enough story. But I legit saw that you and Caitlin were making Nashville one of the most beautiful places. And I couldn't agree more. And I was like, here's my chance because this is the truth. So I just wanted to tell you that you are so um, just real. And I love that about you. And I just, that's awesome. Well, you thank you. Not yes. And so my point is, I love listening to you when I work out, and I want to thank all of you guys for helping me work out. Um, I laugh so hard with my headphones on that people think I'm crazy. Um, And, like, when we were talking about the diamond mining, I just couldn't hold myself back. I love it. You guys are awesome. And just thank you again for everything. You're welcome. I have have so many things to say here. First off, as she mentioned, we are on the cover in Nashville of Nashville's 25 Most Beautiful People. Caitlin and I are. Now, let's not get it twisted. They didn't put me on the cover. I wasn't going to be on the cover. (laughs) We were the first couple they've ever put on, but it was about her. And and that's okay with me. And I knew that, right? And so um, you go to my Instagram, you can see the pictures. But I have no problem with that being the case because, listen, she is. She's awesome. There's an article in it, too, which you can read. We talked about our first date. And we're getting a little flack about that. It's not like people are like, that's the dumbest first date I ever heard. The thing about our first date is she didn't think it was a date. I kind of did. I was in California shooting a game show or something. And we had been talking a little bit back and forth on Instagram for a few months. And we met and I was staying at this hotel. And we got a salad and I was like, hey, there, there's like a little club in this hotel. Do you want to go? And mostly it was like get a drink, but I don't drink. And she drinks like a little bit like champagne and a little bit of wine. And we went, and it was like a hardcore hip-hop club. And we danced for a few songs. We're like, yeah, this probably isn't for us right now. <laughs> and so people were just get, I mean, people were like, that's the stupidest for – she didn't know it was a date. I was looking for any reason whatsoever to keep her around, you know, that evening. And that was our awkward first date. I remember some guy in a Tom Brady jersey grinding on this girl. He had her bent over grinding on the oh, dance floor. Okay. And I was like, hey, can we do that? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, nope. And she's like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> But if uh, if you go to my Instagram, you can see some pictures, uh, Mr. Bobby Bones. But yes, we are on the cover. We are we are very excited about it. That's cool. Y'all are the first couple, and yes, she is beautiful. But they put both of you on there as yeah, a couple. Absolutely, they did. No, you're beautiful together, man. You, we together, are beautiful. Y'all are a couple. No matter what they say, <laughs> words can tear me down. Um, but also, people are like, how did you get that? What you? We had no idea. They called us out of nowhere, and they were like, hey, would you guys like to be on the cover? We were like. Uh, okay, sure. We, there was no submission. We didn't submit. We Not that I'm above that, but we didn't. They just called and said, would you like to be on the cover? And she was like, is this over an eight to you? And I said, it is, because she doesn't really like to do things public unless I go, it's over an eight out of ten. And I said, yeah, I think it'd be good. And she was like, okay, I'm happy to do it then. And so I gave it an eight, and we did it, and there it is, the end. Everybody awesome. Put, yeah. Hey, thank you for the call. I appreciate that. <laughs> 
Kayla and I were opening wedding gifts, which we still haven't opened all of them. Heck, we're only about a fifth of the way through. And as I was writing the thank you cards, I was thinking, you know what? For a wedding gift, I would prefer not to get a thank you card. I don't want to go to the mail. I don't want to. Just even an in-person thank you would work for me. And why do we have to send thank you cards for wedding gifts? We don't send them for birthday gifts. We don't send them for Christmas gifts. Some people do. Yeah, but mostly they don't. I mean, yeah. you ever got a, a thank you card for a Christmas gift, Eddie? No, never. Not that I can think of. Or a birthday gift to somebody? No. Mm-mm. What do they usually say? Uh, thank, thank you. you. Mm. And that's okay. For me, I'm just not a big go-to-the-mail guy. Don't want to have to. So I'm writing the cards, and I put this on Instagram. I go, hey, what if I just send like a personalized video to the person? Because I'd send one to Mike D, and I was like, hey, man, look, we have your thing here. Thank you. We're, we're going to use these. Do a little something funny. Send. Because honestly, when you get these, and I've gotten them too, it says, thank you for the blender. Thanks for coming to the wedding. The end. There's really nothing personal about it, except they took their hand and wrote on it. And I said, what if we just did these videos for people instead of writing all the thank you cards? Or we could do the videos for millennials, Gen Z, but the older people get cards. And so uh, pretty much I've said the most sacrilegious thing I could have ever said in the history of Nobody likes to. I don't even think people really like to get these thank you cards for a wedding. People are like, when you get a gift, you just send a thank you card. No, you don't do that. You, where's your, where's your, let me see the cards you wrote for your birthday for Christmas. Yeah, I think it's a dumb tradition. Yeah, I mean, you could change the way people do things. I think for older people, great. We still send thank you cards. I think for younger people, I don't think they also. Who uses the mail? We don't even get bills in the mail anymore. So we what get, are you doing? Well, well, we're still doing thank you cards. Because <laughs> <laughs> Kayla wanted to. Exactly. Oh, are you? I feel um, like I got a video. You did. Hey, I just consider that a compliment. That oh. we consider you like one of our cooler friends. Oh, okay. Mike D got a video. Oh. Eddie, don't worry. You're getting your thank you card. Thank you. Because I, I saw your video and I'm like, this is ridiculous. Because it, I think it was more of the excuses. You're like, I mean, I don't want to spend all that time on a. Oh, so sad you'd spend time on a thank no, you. No, it takes just as long for him to make the video as yeah. it would for him to write a card. Because like we made a whole video. It's like, hey, look, this is what we have. Thank you. We're opening them now. Uh, this is what we're going to use them for. And then you can actually, I kind of liked that I watched y'all unwrapping the gift I got. Oh, like you did that, that kid on, video? It's like that kid on YouTube who makes all the millions of dollars doing that. Yeah. You shot vi- uh, yeah, Ryan. You shot video of you opening the gift? Yes, yeah. like, we got your gift. Bobby's we're opening filming, it up. filming. Caitlin's opening it. Then they're saying thank you. My question is, though, that was just one of my gifts. Do I get another video? for? I guess you haven't gotten to the other one. We haven't. But answer, do I get two videos? No. That would cost a double. That's a cameo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that kind of changes my mind then that you were opening the video. The Listen, pa- yeah, I mean, it was a whole experience. That's kind of cool. I get that some people are going to go, no, thank you. And I think a thank you card is good. Like, Abby, our phone's going to got this job because she wrote a thank you card after an interview. Exactly. But there's just too much inconsistency here on why thank you cards have to be written after wedding gifts but not after other gifts we get. Oh, you only get married once. No, no, but here's the well, thing. Some most people. Most people. <laughs> <laughs> not even most, probably. I think we should either normalize all thank you cards all the time for every gift or... A personal thank you, however the person deems. But not, you either need to do a video or a card. And the video is very new. Like the first time I've ever even been exposed to a video thank You're you welcome. card for wedding gifts. But like you can't do a an in-person, hey, thanks for the wedding gift. Also, let me tell you this. My handwriting, yeah, sucks. It's okay though. It's not about the handwriting. Yes, it is. Here, I'll read you some comments. Yes, it is. <laughs> Kelsey K, this is basically what I do. Cards to older family members, Snapchats, or pictures... To yeah. other to people of us using them. Okay. Mm, sounds like a cop out. From Shirley, 
This is actually a better way to say thank you. You can express yourself better in a video than you can on a card. Mm -hmm. Wendy, I'm 54 and I've always thought thank you cards were the stupidest things ever. If I wanted to give you a gift, I would, and I don't need a thank you mail to me. This is not about the video, just thank you cards in general. From Doki Jones. It's, it's on and on. Okay. But I did get one from Producer Eddie. If you send me a video, I'm coming right over and picking that juicer up. Dang right. I love how, I mean, it just matches And I never got that video. It. You're the oldest person on the show, and you're anti-video. Chelsea writes, I'm Team Caitlin. I even write handwritten thank you cards after a job interview. That I get. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's, that's that's cool. That, that's personal. Yeah. So then we should do wedding invitations by video. You could. Hey, you're invited to our uh, wedding. Evite. I tried to tell Caitlin that. Why are we spending money? <laughs> yeah. We're all on the same page now. Evite. A paperless post. Yes. My point is I love thank you cards. I write thank you cards. But I think having to write them for wedding gifts, if that's the case, we should then write them for Christmas gifts and we should write them for birthday gifts. And I'll accept nothing less. And if that's what we're going to do, fine. I'll write a, gift. I'll write a card oh, oh, for every gift I get. <laughs> I'm not against writing thank you cards. I just think that the wedding gift card only, we're only doing it because tradition tells us to, not because it's actually something that's good. Well, there, yeah. You might just be mad, too, because you got a lot of gifts. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably most of it. Right. My hand was hurting, and I'm like, how oh, do I get But no, we sent Mike and Amy theirs early. And then I started to tell Caitlin, why don't we do this for everybody? She was like, no, people expect a thank you card. Well, I'm going to tell you this, and You're I'm going so to I'm gonna end it. I don't expect a thank you card when I give somebody a wedding gift. And then I get it in the mail five months later, and I'm like, oh, yeah. But I never sit there going, I wonder where my thank you card is. <laughs> do you guys? Nah, no. no, not really. But it would be cool if people about wedding gifts from send a video of our friend Meg got married, or her and her husband, and they're showing, hey, we got this. We're actually using it right now for the first time. So thank you for the gift, because this is actually something that's actually changing our day-to-day -day life. Boo, that'd be amazing. I still want my thank you card. Okay, I gotta, thank you. Well, Amy, are you okay with you? I am. Morgan? I'm fine with it. Would you video or card? A video. Okay. Yeah. Wonder where this. Wonder where the division is Ask in the room. Ask Ray. I bet you he does thank you card. Ray. Uh, video 100%. Oh, dang it, Ray. <laughs> okay, Scuba for sure. I think it's an age thing, Eddie, honestly. Okay. Scuba? Uh, for me, it doesn't really matter as long as you say thank you, whether it be video or a card. Oh, cool. Hey, video Scuba, appreciate the gift, bud. There you go. There it was. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Yeah, yeah, you'll get a video too, buddy. <laughs> Hey, we're five five versus one video here. Dang, all right. And mm, ironic, Eddie is the video producer here. Oh, dang, you're right. It's like Ray. Yeah. <laughs> How ironic. On wedding day. All right, Luke Combs, Hurricane, Bobby Bones Show. By the way, save all the mean comments. I understand this is not going to be a, this is like Home Alone's not a Christmas movie. I say that too. Oh, you need to get your guy that you pay from the Arkansas basketball team yeah. to make a video saying oh, yeah, do normalizing that. video thank you cards. Oh, I thought you were going to have him do the thank you cards. I spent a lot of yesterday binge watching Squid Game on Netflix. I'm saying now maybe the best show I've ever seen. <laughs> the period ever. Ever? Yeah, it's in that conversation. Breaking Bad? I think it might be the best show I've ever seen. <laughs> what? Mm -hmm. It's a huge statement. It is. And pro but you probably, said it's not for everybody. Probably some of it is because I just finished watching it. But I watch a lot of great shows and I don't go best show I've ever seen. I base it on how I just couldn't wait to get to the next episode. My mind was blown constantly. It's a, it's a show on Netflix called Squid Game. It's a Korean show. They do not speak English. They do overdub with English, like the old kung fu movies, where they would go, I am your leader. But their mouth would move differently, right? right? right. 
I also put subtitles on, and that was tough for me. Remember the movie we watched, Eddie? You said it was the greatest movie of all time? Yes. Uh, what's it called? Um, oh. Parasite. Parasite. That was a Korean so movie. So good. Oh, yeah, that was good. I thought we were going to talk about the other movie Eddie made me watch. Were they? Oh, Life is Beautiful. Great movie. And that was Italian. This is the worst. So I watched this Squid Game. It takes about half of the first episode for me to even adjust to people not speaking with the words coming out of their mouth exactly right. But it's about people that are down on their luck, and they agree to go play these games for money, but if they lose, they're they're all kids' games. But if they lose the kids' games, they die. Hmm. (laughs) It's crazy. And it ends up with one person being the winner of Squid Game. I started watching it because we talked about it on the show, and I was like, "It says, you know, and it's violent, but I'm not, there was nothing about it to me that screamed we're just doing violence for the sake of doing violence. Well, Hunger Games is violence like that. Yeah. I mean, it's like you send kids into a dome to fight for their, it's that-ish. To the death. It's yeah. that-ish. Like, so. it's Hunger Games-ish. Mike, do you watch, you're all done? Yeah, all done. If I say Squid Game, maybe the best show I've ever seen, what do you think? I would almost agree with that. That's the first show in a long time that I had to binge it all and watch every single episode because I couldn't stop. Couldn't stop. Looked up every theory afterward. Like, I could not be any more Squid Game in. What What do you research after? I don't... Can't tell you because I don't want to spoil anything. Oh, good. I don't want to stand on the side of the road with a sign. Good call. Get, having to get a thousand honks because I run Squid Game. But I wish you guys would watch it. You don't okay. have to. You I'll don't have watch to. It. But we, we could have a lot of fun. We could play like Connect Four. <laughs> we could have our own yeah. Squid Game here where people oh, yeah? don't die. Yeah. And Caitlin, still not watching it, just you're watching on your own? She didn't want to watch it. She didn't want to watch it to begin with, and even though I was like, this is the best show I've ever seen, she was like, well, now you're three episodes in, and I'm not going to go start from the beginning. Oh. And I've done that with a couple shows on her, where I'm like, dang, I wish I would have got into that. Yeah. Oh, dang. A most asked question about it, is this Squid Game a real game in Korea? It is not. No, it's not. But, but I'll get, can I tell them about the first game? Yeah, that's in the trailer. Okay. Red light, green light? Did yes. I, did I talk about this on the show? No. A little bit. Maybe, maybe on the, yeah. yesterday? Where they're like, red light, and the person has to stop. And if you're moving, they shoot you. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You did talk yeah, about this. Yesterday, the first episode, green light, and they have to run. It's wild. I'm going to leave it there for now. I could not be any. I don't think I've ever been as obsessed with a single show as I have been Squid Game. Okay. Like looking it up. All right. All right. Nine episodes. Squid Game, A plus, five squids. Wow, five squids. Five squids. Maybe the best show you've ever Maybe seen. Maybe the best show I've ever seen. Um, it's going to be the Netflix's biggest show ever. Wow. It will be. If it's not already, it will be the biggest show ever on Netflix. Hold on. Another commonly asked question is why is Netflix being sued for Squid Games? Because they put a guy's real phone number on there. Oh. Did you see that, Mike? So there's a number you have to call. Now he's getting like 4,000 calls a day. They don't know the old 555 trick? (laughs) (laughs) I guess not, huh? I guess not. (laughs) Oh, actually... To also, another thing is that a broadband company is suing Netflix to pay Too for much. costs for increased network mm-hmm. traffic and maintenance work due to a surge of viewers on the platform. So, so many people are watching this, it's causing issues. What's Rotten Tomatoes have Squid Game at, Mike? 100%. It, w- it does? Yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll have to watch it then. It's it uh, it's brutal. <laughs> but it's not brutal for the sake of... It's not like those, those Quentin Tarantino movies where it's just violent for the sake of violence yes. and it's part of the art. Like, I'll still be able to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not scary. Right. Okay. Because I don't watch scary movies. So if I don't tell my wife what it's about and we start watching it together, even though I know what I think she'll like it. Okay. I might try that then. I do think she'll like it. Um, but it's hardcore and I wouldn't recommend, it's now number one in 90 different countries. <laughs> I hope that no countries look at this and they're like, oh, good idea. No, it's not, they don't even do that in Korea. But they don't even do that with like murder. I don't think anyone ever looks at <laughs> any... <laughs> 
Murder? <laughs> it's fiction. No, you know people get their murder ideas from shows. Okay, that being said, <laughs> Caitlin and I watched a documentary called The Way Down on HBO Max, which is about a church that's like 15 minutes from my house. And this woman started this diet in the 80s where it's like, hey, all you have to do to lose weight is pray. And she made millions of dollars, millions and millions of dollars. And then she started her own church. And it shows kind of the cult activity behind this church. It's called The Way Down, God, Greed, and the Cult of Gwen Shamblin. Mm. What's crazy is they show streets that are by my house. Yeah, I didn't know this was happening. Amy's mom did this diet back in the day. Well, yes. So when I'm watching the documentary, I... First of all, I'm my mind is blown, similar to Bobby's, that this was this is happening like in our community that there could be this cult type behavior. So then it's just like, oh my gosh, this is happening all around us and you have no idea. But when I'm watching the documentary, they show a workbook from like the nineties from the Way Down Workshop. And what she had done is she she's put it out to several different churches, like almost like two thousand across the country started to order her workbooks and her Bible study to implement the program inside their churches. And my church growing up was one of them. And I texted my sister right away and I'm like, Google Way Down Workshop logo. Does that look familiar? And she goes, oh yeah, definitely. Mom did that. And I remember my mom being at home with her little Way Down Workshop, you know, Bible study workbook. And, you know, if she was hungry, like making sure that she was really hungry and then like using her time if she needed to fast and pray, which I mean, I get that whole thing. I don't want to like you know, muddy that water. thing was, the skinnier you are. She believed that, yes, like she was attaching faithfulness to your body type and your ability to control your appetite and your hunger to how the faithful servant you are to God. And it just, oh my gosh, it's crazy how it just exploded and morphed into something more than she yes. set out. Like I don't I d- think she wanted to create a cult at the beginning. No. But she started to get rich and powerful from this thing. Mm-hmm. And then she left the church of Christ and it made this church. And holy moly. And, the, oh, and then she's like, no divorce. And then she gets divorced. Yeah. She oh, brings. I mean, but she got to a point where some people left. Like, she denied the Trinity. So she was like, okay, no, there is just God, no Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And then half, half the people were like, okay, gotta go. But then other people were like, okay, we're part of something bigger here. She knows the truth. She's the one and all the Lamb that God is speaking to. And they stuck. They stuck by her. It's crazy. I didn't want to watch it. Honestly, I was like, nah, not for me. Caitlin's like, let's watch it. It was her turn to pick. We we watch all three episodes in a row. Yeah, and I mean, it, there's people that are in the documentary that were members of the church that still like live in it's this 15, area. It's Fifteen minutes from my house. That's crazy. And you may have heard in the news because she died in a plane crash earlier this year. Yeah, so. two, like months ago, <laughs> she died in a plane crash. Her. Her husband? Her new husband. The documentary starts with that, too. The very first thing you say is, like, they, sh- they, they die in a Which they crash. were already filming the documentary before she yeah, died. Obviously. So they had to go back and, like, But here's the thing. Alter it. They knew the documentary was coming out. Uh-huh. Some of the conspiracy theories are they knew the documentary was coming out. They were in so much trouble. Are they even really dead? Because their bodies haven't been found? Well, they say the bodies were found. I don't, I looked, I've done a lot of research, but I'm going to do, like, people, when they say they do COVID research, no, I don't really know. Okay. I'm going to be the, I'm going to be different of everybody that goes, well, I've done a lot of research on COVID. <laughs> I read a lot of stories and I still don't know crap because I wasn't there and I'm not a coroner. Okay. And I'm not someone who's, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, that's the plane crash, Eddie, that was at Percy I remember Lake. Yeah. Yes. So... It's just really Wild. interesting. I give it four and a half church pews out of five. It's not over, though. No, two more next year. Oh, is it next year? Yeah, there's no you more weeks. Wait? You have to wait, yeah. Oh, I thought next week we were going to get another episode. Next year. You get two more episodes early 2022. What What's interesting about her dying in the middle of them 
filming it or quote unquote dying, um, is that so many these people were referring to them as if they're still alive and they're having to they're in these court cases with them and they're battling for custody of children and things like that that are very serious and they're like, oh yeah, I mean my life is being ruined, da da da, and I'm like. Now and then, the, obviously, they at the time of filming they didn't know. Well, there's they're no lot, longer a problem. There's a lot going on right now. Okay, we'll wrap it there. Right. We'll go home. We'll go, go watch Squid Game, everybody. Yeah, that's exactly. What We're not do. going home. We have more show to do. <laughs> Don't worry. It's time for the good news. With Bobby, tell me something good. Did you watch the Patriots Buccaneers game this weekend? No, but I know that Tom Brady broke a record and he's now thrown 45 miles worth of. Football. He did break a record. They stopped passes. the game briefly to give him the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and why was that a big game, though? Oh, because he now plays for Tampa, and he used to play for the Patriots. That's right. And facing off with Bob Belichick. Bob Belichick. <laughs> <laughs> you were so close. Dang it, Bill. You did pretty good, though. Bill Belichick. I give you a B plus. Good job on that. Yeah, yeah. that 45 miles of... It's pretty good, right? Yeah. Okay, two Massachusetts. I'm sure, yes, that's a stat they put up. But I, he didn't set the record for throwing 45 miles. Yeah, he didn't really throw it that far. But now that's how many miles yes. worth of footballs he has thrown. Correct. Two Massachusetts police officers who surprised a little boy with a brand new bicycle last month were awarded tickets to the Patriots and Bucks game this past weekend, courtesy of Duncan. Last month, Taunton police officers Michael Flynn and Michael Hughes surprised six-year-old Brian King with a new bicycle after it was stolen twice. Do you remember the story? His bike got stolen twice? Yes, I had it. It was mm-hmm. my Tell Me Something Good. I'm surprised you didn't get this to update it. I didn't. Nope. Mm-hmm. Brian told officers it was the second time in that week his bike had been stolen. So they got him that, and they got him a... Locks. That's correct. The, locks the lock for the bike. For the bike. Mm-hmm. And so then Duncan heard about this and sent those two cops to the big game. I wonder if they Which... heard my Tell Me Something Good. That'd be cool. Who? Duncan. <laughs> Let's just go with yeah. Why not? <laughs> but anyway, th- th- that story's great. The, I mean, the cops did this. And then what Duncan a game recognized to go to. it. And then Tom Brady threw for 45 miles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> no, his career record is now that much throwing. But what a cool game to get invited to go to because it's it's a history. It, it's a history. <laughs> it's history. You sound like the Sore Losers podcast right now. <laughs> exactly like it. I mean, they should have me on as a guest. I probably know more than okay, Eddie. There you go. That, oh. Hey, what, what, what did I do? Because you. You say you're you don't know the who's who's and the what's what's. <laughs> okay. But he kind of does. Well, he acts hey, dumb on that show. I love then. that she listens to the podcast. It that's kind of cool. does. Okay, that's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. What's happening, friends? Let's get over and do the news. Bobby's big stories. There is a winner in the Powerball last night. Somebody won the seven hundred million dollars. So somebody's really rich now. Mm. But that was one of those that was growing and growing. I like it when it gets to a billion. Oh. <laughs> That's when it's worth enough for me to get in. Okay. But I didn't play. I need a group of people around me to be motivated to do it as kind of a fellowship. Like a fun thing. Like, let's go. Yeah, let's in. just do this and yeah. get some talk about something fun to do. I'm not like Lunchbox or even like Eddie. Where they're like, I'm doing this, and I'm going to win, and if I don't win, I'm going to be mad. Yeah. Eddie, did you play? No, no, I told you guys, I've, I oh. think I'm done playing forever. I did scratch-offs. Those are fu- those are fun, but I lost too much, and I stopped playing. <laughs> you were doing that a lot. Well, I was just trying to show you, you're going to lose. Yeah. And what stunk is I lost. <laughs> I proved myself right. Yesterday, everything went down. The whole world ended for like six hours. Oh, yeah. Crazy. What in the world? Facebook, Instagram. <laughs> We don't really use WhatsApp in America that much. Other countries, it's massive. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, But here, not really that much. 
But Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp was down for more than six hours. It is the worst outage for the technology giant since 2008 when a bug knocked Facebook down for a day. But it only had 80 million users then. Now it has 3 billion users. So all I know is that I kept swiping and it wouldn't change. I kept trying to load up my pumpkin video for the day. Oh, man. And it wouldn't load. And then I went over to Facebook, which I don't always do, and it was down. And I was like, well, and then it didn't really bother me that much. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't really try to get on it, and I don't need to be on it all the time. Now, Twitter goes down, I'll be cranky. <laughs> but it was down, and people started to guess, you know, why. Facebook's not saying exactly why. But the night before, that person went on 60 Minutes and was like, here's what's happening. It was the whistleblower about Facebook. Big story. Between yesterday's shutdown and then that night before of the whistleblower, Zuckerberg lost about $7 billion. I'm sure he'll get some of it back. I know. I wonder what that is equivalent. Like, is that like us losing $5 or? Probably more than that. Well, I know. I'm but just... uh, yeah, it was a bad day for Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. But when this, her name was Frances Haugen and she went on and she worked in like a department of Facebook, but she had over 10,000 pages that she had copied. Yeah. And she had all the receipts. And she was like, look, here's the thing with Facebook. They knew that they were increasing suicidal thoughts and eating disorders among young girls. And they didn't do anything about it. And they were claiming they did. They were claiming they were the best. Mm. But no, they weren't. They were just worried about growth more than they were worried about anything else. Because if they got rid of the things that that caused these thoughts and disorders, Mm. then uh, people wouldn't be as addicted and they wouldn't go to it as much. And then they listed the celebrities that were the worst to follow that were making people feel the worst. Mm. A lot of Kardashians were on that list. Wow. And not that the Kardashians were purposefully oh, going, yeah. please feel bad because you're disgusting and stupid, but it's the content that they were putting out was making people actually feel the worst. It wasn't all the Kardashians, but I believe three of them were on there. I think on the other side, The Rock was on the good side. Like there were some two they listed out that had these people actually make folks feel better. Mm. It's a wild list to look at. But yeah, if you think Facebook's got your back or they're not spying on you or and Instagram too. <laughs> Our phones, I know people are like, oh, there's a big conspiracy vaccine. It's got a chip in it. First of all, that ain't true. Second of all, they don't need that. We're holding phones. They're watching us through our phones. <laughs> Every day. If you guys think we're being tracked by a vaccine chip, why would they waste the time? They so, got us in phones and Alexas. Some expert that I saw in the news last night talking about all of this said that what he was most shocked by about all of this is that people are shocked to hear it. Like that people, when they're learning about it, that they're just appalled. And he's like, you should not be shocked by this at all. I feel like, I guess for him, it just seems like we should expect this. I mean, we need to do better, but. We are welcoming it. Yeah. We are welcoming the sadness, the depression, the anxiety based on the fruits of the time we spend obsessed with social media. That's why they say, hey, find a healthy balance Uh, or just DJF about it. And that's mostly what I do. Yeah, got it. Yeah, well, I like don't, it. Don't give a. Yeah, yeah. I like it and I use it, but it ain't really affecting me day to day as far as like how I'm feeling good or bad. But yeah, no, they're watching. That's that's our phones, guys. They're tracking us with the phones. Mm-hmm. You no, know, you know, chip a no vet. Bill Gates ain't. <laughs> Bill Gates has got us in our phones. <laughs> Even though this is more of an Apple thing. Do you ever have somebody that uses a green oh, yeah. instead of Apple, and you're <laughs> yes. like, what? Yes, I do. My husband. Yeah, it's like what? No, it's and very you know, here's the thing. Difficult. I'm always irritated because I'm like I can't send you like an iMessage, uh-huh. but then I'm probably like that's probably the safer phone. 
Oh, but, yeah, no, he loves it. Well, they, he uses it for his work. It's just better for what they do in his field. And so I'm like, okay, well, can you just get a different phone for normal life? Because- I love an iPhone, but I'm telling you, <laughs> they got me. They know everything about me. They got mm-hmm. me. Uh, finally, we mentioned this last week. William Shatner is becoming the oldest person headed to space. October 12th, so we're a week out. I'm still with my theory of he's going up to die up there. He's only going to be up there 10 minutes. Hey, how long does it take to walk out the plank? Yeah, not very long. Like, think if you're William Shatner and you're 90-something. He's 90, right? Yeah. And he's 90 years old. Crazy, is He's it? going to space. I think he's going up there to go, all right, shoot me off into space. I'm like, just going to end it up here. It's been a good life. It's a wild but- theory. Never heard that anywhere. Probably... Is very stupid, but, but if it happens, but how how crazy was he spent his whole life on Star Trek? Yeah, and he's like, I'm ready to go. Just shoot me off into space. Mm. I mean, I think it'd be pretty cool if that's what he wanted to do. If that's what he wanted <laughs> yeah. to do. Well, no, that's we can't do that to people. He's not. He didn't. No, no, no. That, he's gonna that, do it to himself. I know, but if William Shatner wanted to go into space, Amy, he spent his whole life being known as the guy from space. Yes. Yeah. Let's say he's sick and we don't know. Okay, He's yes, 90. Fine. Listen, I'm 41 and everything hurts on me. Mm. I can't imagine being 90. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I want to go out the same way that people had me come into their life in space. Wow. But he, it's like people... And then he walks in a little hatch and then Bezos goes, boop, 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 boop. T- types in the code 6969. <laughs> and then shoots him off. <laughs> See ya. Oh. And then Shatner's like... Well, they, they they might need to give him a sedative or something. That seems like that'd be very scary. And cold. Yeah. Yes, and, very cold. And you can't change your mind once you're out there. You're <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't come back in. But why Sorry, are we bro. even talking about this? Nanu, nanu. This is depressing. <laughs> and also, what what is that? Dr. Kevorkian. That- I'm just saying he's 90. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, no, um, my dad's uh, uh, girlfriend towards the end of his life she was older and had a heart condition, and she kind of thought, like, they would talk about how, yeah, she's like, maybe maybe I'll go somewhere. Like, where is it, Utah or somewhere, one of those states, and just, like, you know, take take her time with it and do what she needs to do instead of, like— I think people should be able to go out the way they want to. Yeah. That's the—and by the way, I've not heard this anywhere, and it is a <laughs> stupid theory. Can we get them on? It's one of the stupidest <laughs> theories I think I've heard in all the show. This is stupider than me thinking our, people are watching us through our phones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Because yes. I'm going to tell you this. I have spoken to people that work for the FBI. I've spoken to people that work in, we'll just say tech. And they're like, of course. <laughs> what does that mean, we'll just say tech? Well, because they work in different parts of tech. Okay. Like security. I don't. I just don't want to say anything about it. Oh, okay. But they're like, any people can log in and watch you all the time on your phone that are halfway smart. It's very easy on your cameras. Amy's husband puts a uh, sticky on his camera. Mm-hmm. Post-it note, yeah. And he knows or what's tape. up. tape. Like- mm-hmm. And he knows some stuff. For sure. All right, that's what's up. News closed. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. A worker at Wendy's on the LSU campus was arrested Saturday night after pulling a gun in the restaurant and threatening to shoot a customer. East Baton Rouge Sheriff's Office deputies standing outside were approached around 11 a.m., by three people who said a worker began threatening them with a gun. Deputies said they went inside the Wendy's, and 21-year-old Keith Johnson Jr. was holding a small bag with an extended magazine visibly sticking out. Oh, my. Arrest documents said one of the victims was in an argument with the manager. When Johnson Jr. walked back to the back of the restaurant and came back with a bag, she pulled the gun out and threatened to shoot her. Whoa. Oh. Don't ask for extra pickles. That's what we learned here. <laughs> Is that what we learned? Or whatever it was. That's what we... Okay, here's the story, right? Here's the real story in this. You never know at any time when you're having road rage, 
If you're ordering food, if you're the one that's having food ordered from you, if you're a jerk, somebody might have a gun. Yeah. And that can end real quick. And by that, your life. You're fighting over a parking spot. You never know what somebody could pull out on you. Because it's pretty easy for someone to keep a gun hidden. They can steal that sucker in many ways. On their hip, in their boot. Yeah. In their coat. I used to wear mine in my top hat. Really? Yeah, top hat on top of it, where to my head. <laughs> <laughs> but really, next time someone cuts you off and you're all throwing the middle finger yelling at them, all they got to do is reach in their glove box, whoop, pull out a gun. Where I come from, everybody had guns, but nobody used them like that. It's wild to think about this. I'm from Mountain Pine, Arkansas. It is extremely rural. 700 people. We hunted, we fished, we left our doors unlocked. I mean, this sounds like 1930s. Hey, it wasn't. Mayberry. Right, it wasn't. But we never, our, there was no gun crime. And it's crazy to think about. Even when people got mad and there were fights, no one went to get their gun. Yeah. You just fought. I ran. I didn't <laughs> want that part. I'm not going to act like I'm part of that. But no one went to get their, and I try to explain to people. I was uh, having a conversation with someone who lives in the Northeast, and they're very anti-gun. I am very pro-gun but with some caveats, like certain people shouldn't have guns. We shouldn't be able to graduate to uh, an extremely high-powered rifle, much like you can't drive an 18-wheeler unless you get the license to do so. And I've done that. So I don't think you should be able to get one of these without having to make sure that you are mentally okay. Should you? Sure, but you got you need to pass some tests first. Yeah. It, sh- it shouldn't be as easy as it is now. But I'm a big gun guy, right? I have guns. And he was like, I, I just don't understand guns. And I said, well, because you don't understand what it's like to grow up and need them as tools. You know, a gun for us wasn't bang, bang, bad guy, good guy. A gun for us wasn't bang, bang, let's, let's, you know, mostly protect ourselves. It was there in case we needed it. But it, for us, it was, we, we hunt, we fish. Bang, we bang, didn't shoot the water. Dinner. So maybe yeah. fishing, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, it was eating. It was, uh, you know, the culture. Yeah. But there was never, we never had gun. And to think back about everyone having a gun and nobody ever got shot. I can't think of one single time. That it was, I mean, I remember people shooting themselves accidentally. <laughs> sure. Because that, yeah, that happens. That <laughs> happened. Nobody died. People lost toes and fingers and stuff. Yeah, my cousin lost an eye. But, right. Yeah. But that was their own fault. <laughs> Did your cousin really lose an eye? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. He was hunting with another guy and a bird flew in between them and he shot, oh. his friend shot his way. Almost kind of like the vice president, Dick, Dick Cheney. Cheney? Kind of like, like that. That stinks. Yeah. Yeah. I have often wondered if that was actually an accident. Mm. <laughs> Let's talk about that for 30 minutes. <laughs> but, you know, the episode of Breaking Bobby Bones where I go with Lonnie to Idaho, and Lonnie's a blind guy who lost his vision because a gun went off. His friend shot him. He cannot see anymore. Yeah. They were hunting. He's completely blind. And that, that, that whole episode, and you can watch it on Disney+, Plus. but that whole episode is he's still a whitewater kayaker, but he's completely blind. Yeah, amazing. I love that episode. But just, guys, be aware. If someone's a douche to you, it's almost like let them. Yeah, because and I don't, and I'm not good with that because I am so competitive. I am what the, I'm a challenger. I'm no, I'm a number eight on that that Richter scale. What's that called? Enneagram. Yeah, <laughs> Richter. Scale. I'm a number eight on the Enneagram. You're an earthquake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I will challenge anybody all the time. And still, I go. You know what? I just don't want to risk the fact that they might. I mean, no. Heck, we, heck, in Texas, they made a rule where five year olds can carry a gun. No problem. <laughs> 
I mean, they put it in their passy. They get a free passy and a and a, <laughs> and a gun and a handgun. Nice. Thanks, Abby. When they leave the hospital, it's yeah. like here's your gift. There you go. We we hear enough stories. At least we share as enough on the show that it's. I fully believe that at any given moment especially road rage, you could be in harm's way and it's not worth it. I'm glad, Eddie, has your road rage calmed oh, down because uh, you used to have your kids in the car and you would get angry. Yeah, what that happened like a few months ago and I've stopped doing it since then. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm well, nothing's thinking. happened since then, but I'll, I'll remember. But this is your reminder. Yeah. That it could. Which you may need daily. Uh, let me grab Thank some you. calls here. Uh, Emily in Missouri is on. We have talked to Emily before. She called in April saying she lost her taste and smell due to COVID and she just said it was completely gone. Emily, you there? I am. Are you? Do you have your taste and smell back? Um, well, I have it back, but everything tastes like nastiness. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Everything does? Uh, yeah, pretty much everything. I've been living on, like, cheese and tortilla chips. So that's worse than that's not having your... That's the okay. I would rather have no taste and smell than exactly. everything tastes bad. Because with no taste exactly. and smell, you can eat just healthy foods, keep your body nourished... And be extremely healthy if everything is bad. Right. Like, but, but are cheese and crackers the only thing that doesn't taste totally awful? Like, is that why? Or they t- taste awful, but that's what you want to put in, that's what you want in your body? No, they, they actually don't, they don't taste awful. Like, uh, I can't eat meat anymore. Like, meat, like ground beef, chicken, it all tastes and smells the same. And it's what I imagine spoiled meat would taste oh, like. Oh, come on. Yeah. Okay. And so what's weird is like the meat and like even my, this sounds bad. My son's diaper, it all smells the same. What if that was good though? What if like what? her son, what if it was a total flip? It smelled like candy. Where everything that was disgusting was now good <laughs> and everything that was good is now bad. And she's like, guys, I, I wake up in the middle of the night and I just want to eat my son's dirty diaper. <laughs> oh, that would be weird. That would be weird. Yeah. That'd be crazy. <laughs> uh, well, Emily, sorry to hear that. Do you feel like that it's still changing? Like, or are you just stuck in this everything tastes bad rut for a while? I don't know. I think I might be stuck here for a little bit. I'm hoping that I mean, everything is just super heightened. Like things smell, things that should smell good just are, they just don't smell great. So it's weird. I don't know. She's only hanging out in public restrooms because it's all she can take. <laughs> oh, no. Uh. Everything bad is good. <laughs> I, Emily, was sorry to hear that. I have, I have lost some weight, which is probably not good. So, like, ice cream doesn't taste good? Um, I haven't really, yeah. Like, if I eat chocolate, it almost tastes like it's burnt. Oh. It's weird. Wow. Okay. All right, Emily, good luck. Yep. Dang. Thanks. Thanks for the update. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, let me grab a few more. I said we take some calls. So, Pam in Mississippi, you are on the air. What's going on, Pam? Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Okay, so... Every night when we eat supper at the house, everything is the Bobby Bones show. My husband goes to work early in the morning, so he don't get to hear. So it's kind of like the news. I don't watch the news or anything, so it's always the Bobby Bones show. Lunchbox goes, try to get a diamond, you know, everything. Perfect. So I don't watch football, I don't watch sports. And so he was talking about the Arkansas game, and I said, who? And he said, the Arkansas game. I said, oh, you've got to bet on that. I said, that's like Bobby's team. He's like, okay, and I said, no, for real, you have to bet on that. He lost two hundred bucks, so I got in a lot of trouble. It ain't my fault. It ain't my fault. Hey, I didn't even bet him last time. I was too. I, I tried. I bet him some, but I don't want our listeners betting every Arkansas game. 
Now but, I feel like I owe this lady 200 bucks. Yeah, I bet but, the husband was feeling pretty good, though. Like, oh, well, she knows a little something. Maybe this guy on the radio knows a little something. But I never said that. Okay, never but, said don't, that on your, but on your Instagram, don't you have betting with Bobby? Or- yeah, but I don't pet and pick that game. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't watch Now those. I feel guilty. <laughs> so can he make his money back this week? Yes. There we go. Now Take you're Arkansas talking. plus six and a half. Okay, tell yeah. him that tonight at supper. Yeah, tell him that tonight. Hey, hey, you got a mortgage? You have a paper for mortgage? Put the house up. Yeah. Arkansas plus six and a half at <laughs> all. Your kids, your kids' college fund. Go for it. <laughs> all right. Hey, Pam, and use DraftKings. Promo code BONES. Okay, there you go. <laughs> She's like, okay. Also, don't. I'm like, no, don't, don't, do don't, do don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. All right, Pam, thank you for the call. Hope you have a great day. Thanks, y'all too. Bye bye. All right, bye bye. Let me go to Curtis in Texas. Last call, real quick. We got more to do, but Curtis, you're on the air. Good morning, boss. How you doing? What up, buddy? Not much. I was just telling your associate that all this stuff about the tracking and on the phone and the vaccine. If that's true, brother, there shouldn't be any more missing people ever. Well, I think a lot of times people that are missing have their phones taken from them. or They ditch them? They, or, yeah, or the, the battery's dead. Can't track a dead battery. You can on the last ping. Last, Because they can ping a phone and tell where you've been. Like based on the towers, yeah. Yeah, so no, I think the logic's a bit flawed. If everybody that was missing still had their phones on, they were texting with their buddies, oh, I think we'd find them immediately. I mean, if someone got abducted, but they were still on TikTok posting videos, I think we'd find them. I think the first thing they do is lose their phone. Yeah. Like, when, don't take your phone with you. So, and it's like this guy, this Brian Laundry, Brian Laundry, right? Is his name Brian? Yeah. Um, he got a burner phone. First thing he did was leave his phone back, and then got a burner phone that you can't track because you don't know whose it is. So, I understand what you're saying, but logically, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Another thing, if, if that dog finds that dude, I'm voting for him for president. I'm oh, talking that right now. Dog the bounty hunter for president? If he finds I'll Brian Laundry. If, being... if dog How? the bounty hunter finds him, I lose faith in the people. Well, yeah. I'm a, you know? Mm-hmm. And good for dog. The more people out there searching, the better. Well, but I'm also confused as to how what one thing has to do with the other. Anybody that can do anything on TV gets elected president. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> the end. I mean, that's not far from the truth. You know what? The end. Well, hey, yeah. Wait, what are you going to say? Well, because I, I just think that if he does find him, it means that people were giving him the tips that maybe they should have been giving the feds. Well, or- let's not take all away from dog. He's been around the block a few times. <laughs> He, I mean, that's literally his... I, I don't think he's going to beat the FBI to it. But if he does, let's go. Yeah, I mean, whatever we can to find this guy. And then, dog for president. president. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I appreciate that call, Curtis. I was talking about Squid Game earlier, which I think is my favorite show. I mean, it's so good. Is this a theme song? Yeah. Oh. It's so good. Don't fall for the it's so violent. There's violence, but it's shocking violence. It's no more violent than Breaking Bad. That's pretty violent. Yes, yes. But it's not violent for the sake of just violence. So Squid Game is my favorite show. Okay. What's it for the sake of? Like a... Shocking. Okay. There's violence, but it's shocking. The whole thing's shocking. This story, this is like an extra tell me something good. Uh, It's the biggest show in the world right now. Number one in 90 countries, as I said. It was turned down for 10 years. Yeah, I saw that. The guy had the idea for 10 years. Oh, that's like some country songs we hear of. Nobody wanted it. Yeah, that's cool. The Squid Game creator, Wong Dung Hayuk, I mean, it probably didn't pronounce that right, wrote the show in 2009, but it was 
rejected by studios for 10 years. <laughs> he once had to stop writing the script in order to sell his $675 laptop due to money struggles. Wow. Stranger Things, same thing. They, they pitched that everywhere. Really? Everybody turned them down. Today, it's number one in 90-plus countries and set to become the most watched show in Netflix history. The Queen Gambit's writer said it took 30 years with nine rewrites and every studio he showed it to said that no one would be interested in chess. And then chess sales went up after that show. Yeah, for a minute. <laughs> and then they went back down. <laughs> then I feel like we got it back where we started with chess. But still, it was popular. But Squid Game, to me, I think it's there. And I could just still be in it. But there is no plans for Squid Game 2 yet. There will be. There's no chance they leave this. With this be. With this being the biggest show ever, there's no chance Squid Game 2 doesn't They don't happen. just go out on top? No, I don't think so. It's too big. I demand another season. <laughs> it's, I, I, and I don't want to say anything about it because I don't want to spoil it in any way because it was like when I read The Hunger Games. I never wanted to even tell people what was happening in those books because I just remember reading them for the first time and experiencing that joy and being like, I can't wait to see the next one. That That's what Squid Game, Squid Game was to me. But you could talk about it with your friends that were reading it, mm-hmm. and you can talk about it. And Mike with- D and I talk about Squid Game all the time. We get together for Fellowship of Squid Game. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, talk, we, have, we have study, Squid Game study. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but there, for now, there is no season two on Netflix even coming, but it will. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. Filling in for Lunchbox is producer Eddie. Look, this happens to all of us, right? We're in a parking lot, and we're waiting for a spot, and then somebody comes out of nowhere and takes it, and it upsets you. Well, this happened, and the lady that got beat to the parking spot, well, she let the the other person go into the clinic, and then she goes to the Tesla. It was a really nice Tesla, and she gets her key and drags it across the side of the car. But the problem is the Tesla has a whole camera system. It's caught everything on camera, so there she was. She's busted. Yeah, so wrong. Let me just speak on this. Yeah. I get really upset if someone takes a spot for me. Yeah. That is, or cut, it's, it's just cutting in line. I feel very disrespected if someone cuts in line because you're not better than anybody else that's been waiting in line. But I cannot justify going and keying someone's car. No, no, no messing with someone's property is no good. It just isn't the same. And then, she, of course, she gets busted. Yeah, and if yes. you're going to do it, don't do it to Tesla. And <laughs> the cost was $8,000 for the repair. I saw a TikTok where... This guy's like, I just got rear-ended by this girl, and she's coming up to my car, and he's got his phone on. He's recording her, and she goes, why did you do that to the front of my car? She starts yelling at him. And he's like, wait, what? He's like, you backed into the front of my car? And he goes, no, you rear-ended me. She goes, no, 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 you backed in. And you can tell she's lying, because how are we just going to throw it in reverse and nail somebody from behind? <laughs> and so they go, and they get the gas station footage. And you see him sitting there. She comes in and goes, boom, and, just, oh, and nails him. Oh, got her. And the crazy thing was, it was a Lamborghini he was driving. <gasps> Dang. You know, her insurance company had to be like, you hit what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why she <laughs> was like, what? You out of all the me. cars. You did what? <laughs> so that's why she was screaming at him. You, mm-hmm. But that happened to me once. I was at a True Food, no, no, Galaxy, Galaxy Cafe, Cafe in oh, Austin. Yeah, right. And I'm sitting there in a car, and this big truck just backs right into me. And the guy gets out. I was like, why'd you do? hit me in the back? And I, But he did back into me. And luckily, someone was sitting over at Maddie's Cafe and That's walked crazy. out, and they go, nope, sir, you backed into him. That's amazing. Wild. Uh, yeah, they, they would have got her, too. Also, they probably could have used the surveillance from yeah. the— from the clinic but that the they cars were, yeah. got him too. <laughs> For sure. All right, Eddie, say your thing. Yeah, that's my says. bonehead story of the day. So they say if you see a USB charger in your hotel or your Airbnb, like get out immediately because it's probably a camera. Oh, wow. They also say if your smoke detector has 
its placement right over the bed, it's probably a camera. Oh, okay. What if someone just before you left their USB cord and you freak out for no reason? You take that risk, Amy. Yeah, I guess so. I've never had to. I'll play a clip of this guy, Mm -hmm. but no one's ever done that in my room. And usually if you leave something in the room, the housekeeper that works at the hotel will take it out. Yeah, shout out. I just got something I left behind in Vegas. They mailed it to me. Really? Yeah, my sunglasses. So nice. That's so lucky. If I lose something <laughs> in like Vegas, I never see it again. Never. Yeah, I know. I couldn't believe it. I didn't even know I left them because they blended in with the couch, I guess, because a dark couch, dark glasses. Nice ones, too. So I was super thankful. They got an email. They were like, hey, we'll send them to you. Housekeeping found it. My seven-year-old cousin, Jonathan, took him to Vegas. I forgot him. I haven't seen him since. (laughs) (laughs) It happens. They blend in. Here's a clip of that guy talking about it. So here's how to spot hidden cameras in an Airbnb or hotel. Now, one way to see if a device is a camera is to shine a bright light at it. If you hit a camera lens, it's going to give a bluish reflection. So the camera is USB powered and the wall charger it's plugged into is actually also a camera. If we shine the light on it, you can see that little pinhole in the middle with the blue reflection. That is the camera lens. So these camera lenses are very small, as you can see here. So they can be hidden in anything, even a hole in the wall. So you're going to want to check any suspicious devices or holes that are facing the shower, dressing area, or the bed. I guess I've only been in Airbnb a couple of times, but I just expect somebody's watching me. Oh. So sometimes when I sit on the toilet, I just wave. I'm like, hey! (laughs) What up? Even if there's not, I didn't lose anything. Mm -hmm. But if there is, then they know I know. (laughs) And I'm like, I know you're and watching then, this, you then perv. they're freaking out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we're done. That's it. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Dr. Oz will be on. I have a list of things I want to ask him about. I want to ask him about energy drinks, chiropractors, and flu shots. Just, okay. just for a few. All right. See you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones.